Anyone doing anything else before they go to bed? I'm going to wait till after everyone goes to bed. I am meditating in the corner. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For a little bit before I go to bed, I'm going to try to teach Paul some basic magic theory. He is very excited. It's a little weird because like, he has control, so I'm just directing him from the hat. Like, no, wait, grab that book next. No, the one to the right. Okay, yeah, grab that. Now you can go to chapter three, you know, that sort of thing. And to get on Cyrus's good side... I'm going to essentially cast Bardic Inspiration on Paul so that he, he's a little bit more invigorated and, like, you know, can ingest more knowledge, you know, and kind of teach him some very basic, you know, studying techniques, like cramming and things like that. Just because, like, oh, I read all the time. This is what I use to help retain knowledge. <laughs> there you go. You got this, buddy. Thanks. And kind of go give him, give him a wink and be like, any anything you guys need, I'm here for you. And then I'll go back to writing my stuff. Just really trying to butter them up. Fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, where is Luffy staying? In the tower? Outside the tower? I'm probably used to sleeping outside, so hell yeah. Outside gang. Unless I'm invited inside, I'm probably going to just be sleeping outside. I, I, I would make the point to invite you in before I went in. At least make you know that the option's oh. open if you'd like it. Well, since I am a vampire, if you do invite me inside, I'm coming inside. Wait, what? Now, can we just circle back nothing, to what you just said? Nothing. Nothing. Quick, try turn undead. See the words. All right. Yes, I will sleep inside then. Okay. bra. So where is Scout staying? Scout is... See, I really came to the conclusion this, this session. I, I was like, fuck, is Scout petty? And then I was like, God, yeah, she is. So she's <laughs> sitting on her bed and she's just giving the eye to Luffy, probably. Just not scrutinizing, not like an evil eye, just checking it out and making sure there's nothing. You know, she feels very protective right now because she's the bodyguard leader <laughs> for lack of other options. So, um, yeah, she's just, she's keeping a close eye on Luffy. Okay. Jafar. Uh, probably outside. Depends how cold it is. <laughs> it is currently about... We're, we're in a forest and there's a fire. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for the fire, it'd be eight degrees. There's, there's no wind. It's fine. I'm also Goliath. Who cares about the cold? <laughs> yeah, you're fine. You're, you're, you're fine. As long as it's not going to hurt me cold, I'm probably going to sleep outside. You got enough wind brace from the trees. You got the fire nearby. Yeah. Harrion. So after I walked away from dinner... I would have taken the rod out and I would have found a patch of like clean snow, carved out a circle mm -hmm. and just sat in the middle of it. And I just sort of sit there passively until everyone settles for bed. And then I am going to dump every ounce of magical energy I have into meditation mm -hmm. and reach out to Mab and just say, I need to talk. Something, something's happening. I need a history lesson. <laughs> So as you're kind of reaching out, you feel a vibration coming from the staff. Because now you've got two sections of it kind of put together. You kind of feel a vibration coming from the newer section. Kind of a well. I'll just reach up and grab a hold of it and sort of hold it in front of me. Using the, the kind of power in that section of the staff, 
you have a very clear and direct connection. You just feel like a chill in your head. My knight? I met Cyrus. He was an emissary from the Immortal Kingdom. I think you were talking to him before the attack. He was one of many advisors sent by other heads of state. Can he be trusted? My youngest thought so, so I put my trust in him. He says that he's on a mission, and he spoke to some creepy chick decked out in orange. I'm assuming from the south. Uh, yes, the... And she's, you're just going to hear this sour, judgmental tone. The immortal emperor has those that serve him shape changes. Do you know what his mission was? At least from what I understood, he was sent to Privian Alliance before before the closing of the plains. So the north and the south against the middle kingdom? Correct. What were your thoughts on that alliance? Not ideal, but a means to a agreed upon end. He outright called the Emperor a fiend. Is is that something I need to keep an eye on? As of right now, no. There are, how do they say, bigger fish to fry? Yeah, that's fair enough. The immortal emperor has been bound to his fiend for thousands of years. It's not one you could take in your current state. It's not one I would even take in my current state. All right. I'll tread lightly, but he's probably far more useful than he's wanting to let on. From what I recall, he is, if he's been able to live this long, I'm surprised as far as I knew he was merely human. Well, right now he's a hat, so. He kept that god awful thing. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> he, he was trustworthy. Okay. In other news, do you have any sway? in Springyard, or can you see anything in that area? We we might be walking to imminent death. Um, that's highly likely. Yeah. You are currently against three separate forces. You understand this, correct? Three? I was thinking two. What? Who's the third? <laughs> Who are your two? The Sunlight Society and, um, I forget that guy's name. The guy who's controlling all of the ogres. The Moonlit King, yes. Yeah. There is a third, but I... This is not information I can readily give you. You will come to know. Freaking Phelan. Mab, you, you, see how, I, you see how this works? We just, we just have an open <laughs> conversation. Come on. With knowledge you already knew, I merely provided you with answers. Yeah. A few, not many. So our, our plan now is to head over the mountains. The only way that I'm aware to get through is to go the long way around. Is is there an easier path? There is, but they have locked themselves away from the world. Well, you know, I'm I'm good with locks. I, I know a girl. Look to the mountaintops at dawn. You will hopefully see something. Okay. I uh I appreciate the assistance. I'll keep you up to date as I can. What I can say is the more pressing adversary has three instead of your two. 
And there's six, right? A total of seven. Okay. Well, that's not great. But, you know, when are the odds ever in my favor? True. Wield the power wisely, my knight. Give my best to Cyrus. <laughs> okay, I will. I, I'm going to let the connection fade and then just spend the rest of the time meditating to regain that energy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look to my coming. We are... The first light of fifth day. <laughs> <laughs> John, did I know there were three people and I just don't remember the third? I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the third enemy is ourselves. I was thinking traitor. I was immediately like, it's one of us. It's definitely not me. One of Wait. us. One of us. I don't know. Just an Dude, honest man sus. for a dishonest man in an honest land. Our third enemy is so right. low. <laughs> they're, they're coming back. Big bads. Don't be scary. All right. It is Dawn. Of the fifth of Sa. Finally. Because I only need to meditate for four hours, so I would have gotten up um, mm -hmm. before dawn and walked out until I could see the mountains. You would have... As the... Sorry. I was going to say, if you got up early, because I get up early and do Pilates every morning, so you would have seen that. Right. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but that was a thing. I forgot about it, too, until just now. <laughs> Avocado toast and Pilates, bud. That's, that's all me. I would have let you know that I'm going to go watch the sunrise over the mountains. So, Is it is that an invitation? I mean, I'd love to. It sounds delightful, but I just didn't know. It, if you want. May, may I join you? Sure. It should be pretty. Oh. Because the sunrise is in the west from this world, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, from, from the east. Only big differences are three moons, and this world is a little smaller. I'm going to watch the sunrise hit the mountains. <laughs> Well, Octavian is, is hiding it well on the outside, but he's jumping for joy on the inside. <laughs> Finally building that relationship. It's a date. <laughs> <laughs> Who brought the flowers? As the sun rises and kind of glistens off the snow on the mountaintops, you see a very obvious... It's like the sun is shining off pure gold. On the top of one of the mountains is a very obvious reflection. There's a very obvious reflection. I'm just gonna be like, how have I never noticed that before? How did we not? Oh, I didn't tell you what's up there. <laughs> but that's a very obvious reflection. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> do you see that? I do. I what? What is that? I, don't... I think that's our path over the mountains. A path that's reflective. Yeah. I, a, a little bird told me that. Uh, there's a settlement up there that we might be able to go over instead of around. A little bird. Are you talking about your queen, perhaps? No, like, I point up to, like, a cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you can speak to birds? No. Oh, I'm so confused. <laughs> well, then, I guess we should rouse everybody and get on the road for the morning. Well, this was a lovely time. I, I, I thoroughly appreciate the invitation. We still need to decide if we're going to hit the settlement before. We must. We must hit the settlement. Okay. Because my elk and, and her Kikio is, are, are still lost to the winds of time. We need to find them. And then I can get my cart back. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Or at least have my elk to ride so I don't have to walk. <laughs> my calves are killing me. <laughs>
This week's episode is brought to you in part by Easy Roller Dice. They are a customer-focused tabletop gaming company specializing in products for gamers, educators, and all other professions alike. They have a full collection of beautifully crafted dice as well as a whole inventory of other great gaming materials to suit your every gaming need. Go on over to their website and check out their full list of amazing products. And while you're there, add something to your cart because our listeners are receiving a special 25% discount when you enter the code DOD, like do or dice, DOD25 at checkout. So as always, thanks a bunch to Easy Roller Dice and thank you all for listening. Hey there. John here to tell you about the awesome benefits we offer our fans over at Patreon. We recently decided that to bring the most value possible to our tiers, we would restructure them and pack as many rewards in there as possible. We have three to offer, each unlocking amazing monthly rewards. Everything from a sub-only Discord channel to actually being in the game. If any of this has tickled your fancy, then jump over to Patreon and become a member. But remember, this is entirely if you want to. The show will always absolutely remain free. We just wanted some way to reward those who want to support the show. But in any case, we appreciate all of you and hope you enjoy the episodes. You know, it can be hard to stay engaged sometimes to a disembodied voice like myself. And when you're trying to tell a shared story across counties, states, and countries, it helps to have a program that can take some of the distraction of rules away. We use Fantasy Grounds, a powerful program designed to create a more unified party. Fantasy Grounds can do rolling, macro commands for spells and abilities, battle maps, journals, and even full player character sheets. If you're not using a program like this or you're unhappy with your current platform, you should definitely consider Fantasy Grounds, and you can even check out Fantasy Grounds' free trial. Do you want to get real cozy with the show? Stop in at our merchandise store hosted on TeePublic and check out our designs. You can rep your favorite podcast and announce your nerddom proudly to the whole world at the same time. Or like, from your house with a mug. Either way. To find us, just search Do or Dice, or go directly to tpublic.com slash user slash do or dice. Alright, anybody want to do anything this morning before you all head out? I do not. I'm ready to go. I was born ready. No, though I am questioning if, because I am small and have no more mounts, if my speed would slow the group down. So Javak is well, You know how I also have... <laughs> Oh, that's right. We have two. You and Luffy. Oh. We've been just I have 30 feet of movement. What are you talking about? I'm 25. <gasps> it's that tail. His tail can help him. <laughs> Would you let Javak carry you? It, normally, yes. But at this point, her ego is incredibly bruised. So I don't know, man. <laughs> and, and honestly, because Octavian basically has an open journal in his hand writing as he walks, he's probably a little slower, too. Because he's probably not paying too much attention, so if you do slow down, you'll just be keeping up pace with Octavian. I got this. I will ritually cast Tensar's floating disc, oh. and they can sit on the disc while they write. Oh, wow. what a guy! Doesn't the disc move slower than you? It moves. Let me see. I think it just moves the same speed, but like thirty feet behind you. That's fucking sweet, because yeah. then I can point my bow at shit while I'm just riding the disc. I don't have to worry about walking. I could just focus on. And I can completely zone out. Like the Silver Surfer. And it can hold up to 500 pounds. So. <laughs> While we're marching, I scoot up next to Cyrus. 
And I just am kind of like like walking, 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 and then looking up at him, and walking and walking, and then looking up at him. <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> I like kind of over and over again. Notice. I'm I'm not. If you look down and like make eye contact with me, he's not looking at Cyrus's eyes. He's looking at the hat. Ah. Ah, <laughs> uh, hello. Is that is a very peculiar hat, you know? Indeed. Uh, I I would imagine in these lands it is. It's common enough where I come from. But, you know, I, I feel like it is missing something, you know? Um, like there is something that would uh, make it perfect, you know? Oh? What did you have in mind? Um, well, uh, it is easier to show. Could, could, could I see the hat for a moment? Um, Give it a metal arm. <laughs> I, <laughs> just boom! <laughs> in Paul's head, I say, I would like you to hand me over to our little friend. If he makes a run for it, yell for Octavian and Harry. Un- understood. And then and he's gonna. <laughs> and Luffy's gonna see the 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 skin change and Paul handing over the hat. All right, I look at the hat and I don't know if Cyrus can hear me when he's just in hat form, but either way, I'm gonna speak to it. And like we're still walking, I'm still walking this whole time. <laughs> and I say. I think it would be easier to show you this way. I'm just going to put the hat on, but please don't, you know, uh, do what you do. And I just pop the hat on. Well, this is spacious. <laughs> <laughs> I bring my hands up, like, onto, like, the brim of the hat, and I say, you see, there are many um, uh, patterns that are very important in certain cultures and things like that, and I think that if we turn this bow this way and tie it like this and i'm going to use my infusion to give him a essentially um, i'm using my infusion on the actual hat itself because you said it's his spell focus so basically what it does is it's a plus one to his spell attacks while holding this item the creature gains a plus one bonus to spell attack rolls in addition the creature ignores half cover when making a spell attack Ooh, that's really good yes and that lasts until I am killed, or I take it off. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Now protect Paul and Leffy. Gotcha. <laughs> and then I, I pop the hat back off, unless I have to roll for that, or if you resist. No, I, 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 I let you. <laughs> I, I pop the hat back off, and I look back over to our friend, and I say, Your hat, sir. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you. You can see he's just going to take it. He, he's kind of just like dusting off the edges like he, he's taking he's making sure the hat is all good before reverently placing it back on his head skin unrolling stop, stop I, saying that <laughs> it's so terrible it sounds that. terrible yeah, it's like a blind it's like a fruit roll up yeah it's great do we have to roll like um, horror checks every time that happens? I literally checks. think of like a screen coming out the front of the hat and then just suctioning to the, the yeah. body. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I hate it. Stop. Uh, thank you, Lefty. That feels feels good. You have a big cheeky grin. <laughs> and I say, it is my pleasure. Well, I feel great. What is Scout up to during this entire exchange? Oh, she was watching that thing. And now I'm going to go walk up to Cyrus. Be like, what What did you just do with your hat? He um, uh, improved it. Why? You can see like the bow that's on the front of it is tied in like a Gaelic knot. <laughs> it's like, it's like unbelievably ornamental. Like how did he do that without looking at it? <laughs> um, I, I don't know why, but I'm glad that he did. 
It made me stronger. Slightly, but still. Anything to regain my lost strength. But why? People need a reason for everything, Cyrus. <laughs> well, we're walking into a town filled with people that want to kill you. And I'm the only one not affiliated with that. Maybe he wanted a good relationship with me in case things turned south. Maybe. Or perhaps he really believes what he says when he says he wants to be a hero and do good. Those people do exist, though few and far between, I'll grant you. Scott's going to ruminate over that for a while. <laughs> As we're traveling, I'm also going to walk up to Cyrus at some point and just sort of point towards the peaks of the mountains where we had seen the, the golden reflection. I say, hey, do you know anything about a settlement in the peaks of, of the uh, ice spine peaks, uh, kind of there-ish, as they point towards the mountain. Well, let's see. A 15 on a history check, John. Do I know anything? You know some. So you know that there is a settlement up there. They were refugees back during your time. I know a bunch of refugees settled on some mountains in the north. I would assume that that is where that is. Uh, refugees, do you know from where? I assume it's the Central Kingdom, right? Yes, at that point in time, captured slaves from the south. <laughs> yeah, this will make me seem more trustworthy. <laughs> they, they were uh, slaves from the south captured by the Central Empire and fled. Hmm. They weren't slaves in the south. They were slaves of my people. They were made slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Maybe we'll let you do the talking up there, then. <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy to, though I doubt they would remember me. I, uh, I was told to tell you that the queen says hello. I smile. She, she gave me a wink and a nod about her daughter as well. I, the smile fades and my cheeks become red. <laughs> I look around quickly to make sure nobody else heard that. <laughs> uh, there were some memories that I may have neglected to share with you. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> They're all already my favorite, and we've never even met her. But I love them. Using love, what a fucking Two nerd. lovers forbidden I... from one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that situation didn't get any less complicated, did it? Hey, Paul, how do you feel about being in a slightly open relationship? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it depends. <laughs> While me and Scout or Scoop are floating on the disc in the back 30 feet away from everybody i'm gonna just kind of ask her based on you know her overall demeanor scout are, are you good I, i'm always good and i'm pointing my bow in different directions <laughs> you've been tending to point that towards you know some people and and you, your attitude well i have to cover every direction don't i you see, that's what I'm talking about. You, Enemies you, don't just come from, like, straight ahead. I just, you, you're, you seem upset. And I just want you to know that while we have a, a very strict employer-employee relationship, that I am also a wonderful HR department. And there are resources for you to reach out and, and talk if you need to talk. I'm, I'm here for you. We are companions on the road, and we can be companions in conversation as well. If you, if you need. What's Javak doing right now? Just walking. <laughs> Is, uh, okay. I look, and I look at Javak, then I look over at wherever Levy is, and I turn back to Octavian and say, 
I just hope Kikio's okay, you know? Because, I mean, I know he can take care of himself, but I don't know, you know, those those Sunlight Society people. And Well, I I do believe that, I mean, I am in the same boat. I wish my, my elk are okay as well. But I, I think, I think there's a, a, a deeper root of your issue. And, and I know, I kind of look at Leffy and look at Javak and kind of look back to her. It's none of my business on the personal side. And I know we haven't really been too forthcoming in the past. But if there is a more pressing issue, and again, kind of glance over at them and glance back, then I am here to talk and I understand it may not seem like it, but we all have feelings and, and histories, and I, I too have felt. Just for no particular reason, I'm not saying that you are in any similar boat, but I've felt neglected and scared and alone in the past. And I know what that's like. And being as someone who's traveled a lot and being around a lot of different people, I can understand when people who are close to you start pulling away. And though that may not be the case, I, I again, I, I get the feeling. So, if you need to talk more about anything at all, feelings or otherwise, so let me know. You, you know, you know how it feels to have your mom die when you're a kid and be a three feet tall halfling alone in a city full of other people without anywhere to well, know, no, live or anyone to protect. You know, you know how that feels. I'm so glad that you understand how I feel. <laughs> I'm so glad that you understand that, you know, for a long time, Jarak and Kikyo, you were trying to be nice, huh? In a very rare moment, yes, but again, I, if you need someone to yell at as well, I've gotten very good at being yelled at over the years, so. I met them at the same time, you know. Did you? Well, I guess kind of technically I met Kikyo first, because... Javak found me and then put me on Kikyo and then I woke up and it was like Kikyo that I saw first and when I when I felt Kikyo you know I, I, I um well you know the first night that the three of us were together was just kind of the first night that I felt safe in a long time so you know when Kikyo looks like he's being replaced by you know a lizard guy that walked in then you know it'll be fine we'll find him in the Elks and then it'll be fine you have more security in this group than just Kikyo. And I I love my elk more than I probably love anything in this world. I raised them personally since they were born and trained them. So I do at least understand that plight, though I am not a three-foot halfling with dead parents. I, I don't, I guess, fully understand that. But we all have issues and... Empathy can be applied to different situations as different people perceive it. So, though I do not understand your exact reasoning for doing what you do, I understand the the plight in which it comes from. I assure you, not that I know Javak very well, but I do know him to be at least honorable to a fault, which is probably why we don't get along. But if if he were to replace you, I'm sure there would be a conversation about it. And since there hasn't been one, and I'm sure he's told you everything is fine, there should be no reason not to believe him. So I know it doesn't help, but 
Get out of your own head about it. Focus more on the relationship you have, not the relationship that you think you're losing. And do what you do best, which is protect me and guide us. And you'll see your worth is more outside of the people that you're around and, and more so in what you think of yourself. Do you really think that's what I do best? I know from the time that I've known you that your skill is... Mm, I was going to say unmatched, but I, I, I've known some pretty amazing rogues. I trust in your skill with my life, which for as conceited as I am, that should give you some inkling into how much that trust means to me personally. I don't know about other people, but your self-image should not be based on other people's opinions. So, like I said, get out of your own head, focus on yourself and the relationships you have, and in the end, it'll all be fine. And if it's not, you're resourceful. We will find our animals, and then we will do what we need to do, or we will die trying, and then we won't have to worry about it. And until that happens, you have Javak, you have me, and that's pretty much all I can speak for, because I don't know about the others. Can I tell you a secret real quick? Absolutely. I got really scared when the cats left, because I don't think I can do this. Can I tell you a secret? I became more confident when the cats left. Because, for one, I was pretty sure they were going to kill me. And for two, your ability was muted by their presence. You were consistently trying to base yourself off of them and what they were doing. And worrying more about impressing them than honing your own craft. Now that they're gone, though it's a conundrum we're in because I don't want you to have to use your skill, but when you have to, I think you'll see that without someone here that you're trying to be better for, for no reason, I think that you'll see that your your skill is, is, is of a much higher caliber than you believe. And again, I pay you to protect me with that skill. And not to brag, but I pay you fairly handsomely. Very well, I'm very happy. Yeah. For that. So that, again, is a testament to what I think of that skill. And I, I have traveled with many mercenaries. Since very young in life, I traveled a lot with my parents, and we, we had very many bands of mercenaries. And I feel, though there's still probably two of the people in this group that are going to kill me one day, I'm sure, I feel safe knowing that at least I have you. So... If, if you're going to really worry about what other people think of you, then make my thoughts a priority. And, and think of yourself as I think of you. As a, as a protector and a confidant and a friend that I have to give gold to. Otherwise, I think you, you're overthinking it. I, uh, I smile at him and then uh, say, What are you talking about? I never worry about what other people think of me. And I smile and wink again. There she is. <laughs> and I just uh, I just kind of go back to writing. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to keep up on everything Do or Dice, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Do or Dice Podcast. Or join us in our Discord. You can find all of our show notes, character sheets, and player bios on DoOrDicePodcast.com. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and leave a review. We appreciate all of them. See you soon, 
same dice time, same dice channel. I can completely zone out with the Silver Surfer. And it can hold up to 500 pounds. So, so about one of your mother. hey oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a mean. Your mom's not a here. nice lady. She liked my pickle beer, which was weird. Uh, maybe not so nice. Because she loves pickles. <laughs> hey oh. oh, I'm sorry. <laughs>